0: I'm Harrison. And I'm Amir. And we believe that one of life's most valuable assets is the gift of conversation. In the midst of life, sometimes we forget
1: the true power of a deep, meaningful conversation.
0: So take a breath. Come join us.
1: And let's talk about life. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. My name is Harrison King, and it's a special episode. We're back for season three. Uh, We took a little break, and we're back, and I'm happy to be back, and we've got a special guest, and not just a guest, um, a potential co-host. We're kind of trying something out, and I hope it sticks, and I think it's going to be great, and I think you're going to love it. Um, I want to introduce a good friend of mine, uh, Amir Koro, to the podcast. We're going to do some uh, episodes. We're going to start off first season here today, having a chat together, and hopefully um, if you guys like it, and we like it, and I think we will, uh, (laughs) we're going to keep uh, chatting the two of us. So Amir, why don't you uh, let the people know who you are? What are you up to? And uh, yeah, who are you?
0: <laughs> okay, thanks, Nardwar. What's up, everybody? My name is Amir Koro. I create content. I'm a musician, artist, all that kind of stuff. Harrison is one of my great friends, and I'm so happy that he asked me to be on the show. Thank you, dude. Um, I love talking about life. I love talking about deep topics. I love, you know, music, creativity, and ultimately you know coming to figure out what it means to live a good life which is actually what we're here to talk about today that's right we are uh we're chatting about
1: how to live a good life so let's let's start actually i want to say before we start i want to i want to just quickly explain how we met because i think Mm. the internet is a great thing it's how all the listeners how you're hearing this right now right but um amir and i have uh we have actually met in person now but we hadn't for like months and we connected through instagram through uh my girlfriend and this whole thing happened. So the internet is a great place. You can make new friends that we, there's no way we're from across the country. And now we're like really good friends. So I would just encourage uh, in, in you to, you know, try to make new friends on the internet because it's a good thing, in a, in a good way, you know, not in a, in a scary way. Anyway, uh, how yeah, to live a good life.
0: Strangers. Amir, I'm going to let you start. Mm. Oh, straight into it. This is something I've been thinking about a lot for, my entire life, essentially. Yeah. And I think um, it's twofold. I think there's both an internal aspect to it, but then also the external aspect. There's mm. also, like, you know, there's the vertical part of it. And then there's also the horizontal part of it. How well, deep start, do you want me to go with, into Well, it? let's
1: just start with one then. I think that's a good, mm-hmm. that is a good start. There is mm-hmm. a, there's obviously two parts of it, but let's start with the external and we'll go in. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what obviously yeah. people see. People see first um, if mm-hmm. you're, you know, when you're analyzing others and, and getting to know people. So
0: what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think what it means to give a, live a good life on the external dimension is to take responsibility, mm. you know, for your yeah. life, to be responsible for your health, to be responsible for your relationships, to be responsible for who you show up as and your attitude in any given situation. It's like, uh, have you ever read like um, *Man Search for Meaning* by Viktor no. Frankl?
1: Most probably, most gotcha. of the books that you've read, I haven't read. Just so you know. <laughs> gotcha,
0: gotcha. Cool. Well, um, kind of my thoughts on this are a synthesis of all those different, um, different books and different mm. thought leaders and stuff. But basically, Viktor Frankl, he was a he was a German-Jewish, I, I believe German-Jewish, uh, psychologist and doctor who who was around during World War II. And he actually got sent to the concentration camps. Oh, wow. um, all of his family basically perished in the camps and stuff. And, but then he came out of it. He escaped and he came out of it on the other side. And he wrote this amazing book called Man's Search for Meaning. It's basically... Like, the entire thesis of it is that the meaning of life and what it means to live a good life is to take responsibility mm. for your life no matter what the situation is. Like, that was the thing that he noticed. Like, in the camps, there were the people who would just give up yeah, and, you know, they just wither away. And then there were the people who would actually, you know, like, take responsibility for what they could and still live and fight on. And they still felt that they had meaning. And I right. think that's, you know, at the crux of what it means to live a good life on the external level, you know, to take responsibility. When, you, when you're
1: saying to take responsibility, are you meaning like... um you know, like kind of take life in your own hands. That's kind of what you're trying to say. Hey, a
0: little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's different aspects of it. To focus on what you can control, Mm. you know, and there's this amazing quote from the book. um, Everything can be taken away from somebody. I'm paraphrasing here. Everything can be taken away from somebody except one's ability to choose one's attitude in any given situation. Right. Right. And he like expressed that in the camps and everything. Like they took away everything, you know, Mm Like literally everything, even their names, but they can't take away, you know, the attitude with which you choose to encounter something, you know, of course, isn't that more of an internal thing, though? I'd say that's, I'd say there's another even deeper internal level in kind of my paradigm of seeing it. But I think on the external life, like taking that responsibility um, for your attitude, for what you do, you know, I I think everything ripples outwards, you know, Mm -hmm. from there.
1: What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Um when I when you say external, I think like actions to others
0: kind mm. of thing.
1: That's what I first comes to mind when you say that. Um I totally hear what you're saying, I agree. Um I would say I mean it's gotta start with love and kindness, I think. Um, which can be an internal thing, obviously we can talk about that, but but externally, like, um at least it seems like even, you know, even most religions, although they're all different it seems to be the core thing is like, be a, be a good person, you know, be a nice, kind, loving person. And I think that, um, not only helps others and humanity and helps us get through things together, but it also is, um, you know, it, it obviously helps you have a sense of purpose and feel like you're doing the right thing and it can elevate. I mean, there's, I don't know them off the top of my head, but there's studies that proven, you know, like when you, you do other things for other people; it reflects in a positive way on your life, right? So that's what that's what I thought when you said external.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like love and kindness, you know, I think that's definitely another big aspect of it on the int- on the external level. I think you know, like we're we're thinking through it and we're figuring it out, like as we talk, you know, I think, like it's threefold. I think there's love, there's responsibility, and Actually, yeah, no, I think it's twofold. There's love, how you treat others, and how you treat yourself, you know? I think responsibility mm-hmm. and love are the two main things, I would say.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing that I'm learning, and it's kind of my focus this year. Um, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but but I'm very hard on myself, as most people are. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, you hear them say, oh, I'm, I'm so hard. Yeah, there you go, put the hand up. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I think living a good life or... or to improve your life you've got to be kind to yourself you've got to learn how you love Mm -hmm. yourself and it's such a such a talked about thing but I I still don't genuinely understand it because it's like it's easy to love somebody else you know what I mean it's easy to care about somebody else but when you're with yourself all the time and in you know everything about you and all this it's it's easy to just push that aside so I think I mean you could argue that starting to love yourself would help you love others better, obviously, right? Like, so you kind of have to start within. Do you think you have to start within in this whole live a good life thing? Do you have to start within and then it, you know, leaks outward or?
0: Definitely. I I, I so hear you, dude. Oh, I so hear you. You know, I think the being hard on yourself bit, I think everyone watching can probably relate. Um, And myself, definitely, for sure. But I definitely think, you know, it starts within, like there's this one saying, it, it's so cliche and so trite, but you can't change the fruit without changing the root. You know, it starts from within everything that happens right. kind of in your life on the external level is a result, you know, of that internal part and being kind to yourself. um, It's hard to, it's hard to truly, fully love others not in like a self-sacrificial way but to like genuinely love others out of like your own abundance when your own well is empty you know right 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 I think like having the practices to make sure that your own well is full I think is especially important what are some practices would you say that help you keep that well full even you know as you're working to be kinder to yourself
1: yeah um before I do that, I will answer that question, but it just mm-hmm. makes me think it's exactly the same thing. But I really like this analogy. Somebody said, if if you're trying to help others, think of yourself as like an ambulance, right? you're trying to take mm-hmm. somebody from where they are to where they need to get better. And, you know, if you call an ambulance and it has no gas, it's not going to get you to, the. you can't mm-hmm. take somebody, you know, so you have to give yourself that gas. It's exactly the same thing. I just like that analogy. Um, things that I do, meditation is the big one that I found. Um, and I've been doing it, um you know for several years now and consistently almost every day for a year which has been fabulous um and it really helps me get the time for myself because people don't do that you know i wasn't doing it's so easy to to go 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 and do other things for other people and, and maybe even if it is for yourself but you're not having that solitude to think about things and and reflect the reflection i guess is what i'm trying to get to here So that can be through journaling or, or that, or even for me, like going for a walk. And uh, I've been doing this, like, I guess it's a form of journaling, but just like an audio journal, I just put on my AirPods or something and push record on voice memo. And I just pretend like this, like I'm talking to somebody or, Mm -hmm. or or somebody (laughs) just explaining.
0: Do you ever do that? I do the same. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I feel we're like we're same. complete twins. Right. I want to like, tell everyone watching, yeah, by the way, true. and everyone listening, sure. I hope you know, like Harrison is like my brother from another mother. It's He's scary. like my twin. I know. It's scary. <laughs> Copy
1: paste in a different font. We are, we are so many things we talk about that are like, we're so identical and a little mm. intricate, uh, intricacy. What's the word? Intricacies. Is that the word? Yeah. Mm. Um, Anyway, there's also things that were very different, like we were very mm-hmm. different in some ways, which is why it's exciting. But anyway, uh that's what that's it is. This is a self-reflection, I think.
0: How about you? Mm-hmm. Probably the same, eh? Yeah, I'd say like the things that keep my well full meditation is the big one. Yeah. For sure. Like for me, the way I approach meditation isn't so much of a how do I say? It isn't so much of a daily regimented practice kind of thing like i will do this every single day kind of thing or it's not necessarily like i approach it as a habit but i approach meditation more so as a way of life yeah kind of like everything can be meditation if you bring your full focus and your full awareness to it like even this right now you know if we're just fully in it right this can be a meditation and i think you know when we for myself personally, like living the meditation, it's like your well is always perpetually full, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, it's a beautiful place to be at. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I'm not there. I'll be honest Mm -hmm. with you. Um, but I I do notice that it, is, it does seep into my everyday life, and I try to think of things like that. Um, it's clear you're better at that than I am, so I have a lot to learn from, from that. It's, but it's, it's a just good, different
0: processes. Totally, you know? but I, it's I, a
1: good way to approach it. Yeah. I, I think that's great. Um, that's really interesting. So mm-hmm. I have a question about this mm-hmm. whole, we're talking about what, what does it mean to live a good life, or what, what mm-hmm. does that into- Is that even a, um, like, is there a set, there's nothing set in stone about that. It's all subjective, technically. You know what I mean? I guess you could mm-hmm. you could say that you know philosophers and things that people for ages have talked about things and their similarities in that kind of that kind of way but there's not really a one good way to live life, right? Mm-hmm.
0: What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, I completely agree. It's as I said, you know, like with the responsibility aspect, I think the responsibility is on each of us as individuals to find what it means for ourselves to live a good life you know like you are responsible for figuring that out no philosopher can give that to you you can read all the books but ultimately like if you if you're just parroting you know what they say then you ultimately haven't found it or understood it for yourself you've memorized what they've said but right. um you know not understood that but yeah I think the onus is definitely on us to live a good life and I think as you said it's subjective you know it's it's actually. Now that I think about it, living a good life is subjective on the activity level, like what specifically you do, but on the internal principle level and the values, I think it's universal. You know, like, as you said, like loving other people, that's universal across like almost all religions, right? Almost all kind of philosophies and worldviews and everything, that baseline of love and kindness, of you know, of service, of, of contribution, you know, I think contribution is, is also one of the big keys to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's like you said, I think, you know, different, different strokes for different folks, like as similar as we are, right. We also have the different ways that we approach life and like, what means a a good life, what, and what a good life looks like to you you know, could be different for me. And that's also one of the reasons why I respect you so much. The fact that you have the willingness, you know, to go figure that out yourself.
1: Yeah, well then the way thank you, by the way. Um, I I think when you're saying that, I'm thinking then that living a good life is you say it's not about the the activities and stuff can be different. But then in that sense, it's just it's an explorative uh, you know, practice. You have to go explore things to figure out what that is. So mm-hmm. Maybe that's also at the root of it. You need to be able to explore. Because there's people that, and I'm not calling anybody out, but it's, you know, it's in a, this society, it's so easy for people to get into a job or something and then just be stagnant for, like, years. You know what I mean? Um, and and in, in that sense, it's like if you were to go back to this to try to live a, quote, unquote, good life, start exploring again, you probably will find your way there. So maybe it's a little bit of a roadmap. It's just like you have to try things and explore and and... and
0: and then you'll start to find your way, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. A question for you. I think, you know, the entire conversation of what does it mean to live a good life is kind of predicated upon, you know, what do you think the meaning of life is?
1: <laughs>
0: so what would you this say? Guy, so what do you think is the he's meaning of life? coming
1: out strong. <laughs>
0: yeah, straight to um, it. That's what we're about. It's, I know. Let's talk about I know. Life, You know?
1: I uh. I know it's good. We're we're hitting the topics here. The main topic, um, for me, or just in general, I guess those should be the same thing. Um, I I am not a hundred percent sure off the top of my head. I think that it's to feel fulfilled in whatever way that comes, you know, to you, living, um, feeding into your purpose, which is whatever whatever that is, which you find through exploring you know, trying different things, whatever makes you feel good and and happy. And that sense of uh, we've all done something where we're like, this is just like, I'm high on life. Yeah, I'm just so happy. Even if it was for a couple minutes, you did something and everybody's had a different experience, but there's got to be something that you've done. And you're just like, this is life is so great. Um, To me, it's like, how can I achieve that feeling for as long as possible um which like you're saying you can you know treat life as like a meditative practice all the time you're kind of almost in that state that kind of thing but but and obviously there's going to be ups and downs so I know that but I just think it's like we as humans are capable of such incredible things and and feeling such incredible things um and the world is just huge and there's so many cool things and people and and just to me, actually, as I'm, I'm, I'm figuring this out, as I'm telling you, as you can tell. But uh, for me, it's like I want to I want to do as much as I can while I'm here, not in a like rush sense, but just like I'm only here for however long I'm here. I want to meet as many cool people as possible, maybe as many mean people as possible. I just want to I want to do everything. You know what I mean? Because we're here and we have this opportunity neither you are we may have different ideas but you and i don't know what happens after we die right so i do know that i have x number of years until i will not be on this planet anymore i want to do as many things as possible so to me that's what it means to live a good life is just to be uh live it as as full as possible doing the things that that make me feel like that kind of heaven on earth thing there you go that's my summer <laughs>
0: yeah no that's beautiful dude uh, Yeah, dude, that's that's so inspiring. You're so inspiring, honestly, that what you say is so true. Like we have limited time. And I think that aspect and the fact that time is limited is what gives life meaning. Yeah. Oh, In, in, in my books, like it's it's an interesting paradox, like the most important questions, the answers to the most important questions are always paradoxes. And in this case, I find like death is what gives life meaning. You know, like we could, yeah. if we lived forever and had all these beautiful experiences, would they actually be meaningful or would they just become, you know, banal, mundane, right, just boring, you know? And I think that the temporary, things are beautiful because they're temporary, mm. right? A symphony is beautiful because, you know, the moment passes by once, you know, a sunset is beautiful because then it turns to night afterwards. And I think being fully, in it and doing as much as you can with a limited time. I think that's so, so, so important. You know, what would you say is like a beautiful moment where you really realized that? Like maybe, yeah. What what was a beautiful moment for you where you really realized and stepped into that? Like what I'm, what I just explained. Yeah. Totally. Um, What was a moment for you? Story time, bro.
1: Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know if I have a specific moment, But there's just been times where I've noticed, you know, I'm pretty, I try to pay attention to how I'm feeling and and that kind of thing. And there's been times when I've noticed that I'm just like, I I just feel so, so good, just so happy and, and grateful maybe uh, to be here and to be able to experience these things where I'm just like, I'll take a step back, which I would again say, thanks to meditation for helping me kind of, you know, you take a step back and go, Mm -hmm this is what I'm, so for an actual uh, um, specific experience, there's times where I've talked with my, uh, um, my grandpa, I call him Poppy. um, And he was the first guest on this podcast. This was Mm -hmm. kind of inspired by him. And I've had conversations with him, like, I've never had with anybody else, like the feeling that I get. um, And and I can't explain it. Um, It's just like, I feel so connected. And so like my heart just feels full that I'm able to have this experience and we're talking about whatever and, and somebody that genuinely cares about what I have to say and what he has to say. And we're not uh, maybe agreeing on everything, but we're, we're discussing big topics and, and um, I've, I leave those experiences and I just feel so like, like nothing else. Like there's nothing else that makes me feel like that, which is again, why I started this podcast to have just these deep conversations. Cause I think that, um, I know I'm not the only one and maybe it's not everybody, but when you really are, like are attentive and you listen to somebody and then you share your thoughts and there's this mutual respect and, and you can talk about these big, deep topics. That's not like, Hey, you know, what did you, uh, what'd you do yesterday for dinner? You know, <laughs> like, like things about like this, like meaning of life. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, but us talking about it is giving life meaning. And I think that's mm-hmm. it. So it's, it's conversations, and I can't name every single one I've ever had, but there's specific deep conversations that I've had with people. And um, I would say, um, you know, there's some sort of spirituality involved in that experience. Um, and uh, at least, you know, on an energy level, like there's there's something, there's a raised frequency, which can be proven. Um, th- those things make me go I just, I just experienced, like, I want more of that, whatever that was. I don't know what it was, but I want more of that. So that's it. It's, it's those conversations like we're having right now, to be honest, I'll leave Mm -hmm. this and I'll be like, you know, set for the rest of the night. I'm just super, Mm -hmm. you know, super happy. How about you though? Is there something specifically that, that is, is, well, I guess you never actually answered the question uh, I didn't ask you. So what is, what is it? (sighs) He's coming for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What does it mean (laughs) to you? And then, and then what was the experience that kind of made you realize it?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I just want to say, of course, I I totally agree. Like, I I feel so great, man. You know, I love this. Oh, nice. I love this, you know, conversations. And I think relationship, you know, connection is where it's at. Yeah. Like the limited time. That's what makes the connection beautiful. I think the fact that we're both going to die one day, I think is what makes this conversation meaningful. Now, to answer the question. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about this so much. I'm sure you have. Oh, my God. I've been thinking about this so much. So let me walk you through... (laughs) <laughs> the listeners the you don't process. know you don't know amir okay you will
1: get uh-huh. to know amir but yeah he, yeah he is like he is himself a philosopher he probably wouldn't admit it but he's a um yeah i'm a twitter philosopher exactly. a time philosopher so, so get ready prepare yourself i'm excited to hear so yeah let me
0: know yeah so the interesting question you know what is the meaning of life I'm going to extrapolate answers and kind of nuggets from all the people that I've listened to from like Naval Ravikant, who is, do you know who Naval is?
1: No. Oh,
0: dude, y'all, if you are listening and also, bro, oh my God, Naval is probably my new like favorite thought leader. Like I love the things that he has to say. He's awesome. Like you should go check him out. My favorite tennis player too. i'm just kidding okay cool uh-huh. how do you spell that how do you spell it n-a-v-a-l okay cool yeah i'll check them out yeah so it's like naval base except you say his name is naval okay yeah so i'm going to be pulling insights from naval from victor frankel from eckhart tolle from jordan b peterson as well and this is kind of like my synthesis of like all their different ideas you know distilled yeah, yeah, yeah. into my own worldview. So the interesting thing with the question, what is the meaning of life, is that the answer is a paradox, and it leads us to what's known as Agrippa's Trilemma, which is basically there's three, w- with a question like this, there are only three answers. One is um, a, I guess, a ha- the hand of God, or like a, uh, just a, an an omni-powerful axiom, something like, what is the meaning of life, God? What is the meaning of life? The universe, you know, and it kind of just, you know, shuts down the answer there. The second possibility is circular reasoning. What is the meaning of life? Um, A, why A? Because B, why B? Because A, why A? Because B, right, Right. it goes around in circles. And then the third one is infinite regression why do we do this? Because this, why do we do that? Because that, why do we do this? And it's just infinitely regressing. Mm -hmm. You can ask the question infinite times. And so what that shows me and what I've come to conclude is that the meaning of life can't be figured out by thinking about it. The meaning of life can't be figured out by thinking about it. It can only be figured out by living it. Yeah. Yeah. And creating it daily with every action that you take. And so, right. And then we look at Viktor Frankl, who said the meaning of life is to take responsibility for your life, which I think, you know, on the external level is, you know, something that I definitely, you know, really resonate with. And Jordan Peterson also says the same thing. It's like, honestly, I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here, but honestly, I, I think I've come to realize just over the last week, how sheltered, we are living in Canada how sheltered and privileged we are mm-hmm. I think sometimes like just for perspective's sake just to remember that there has been am I allowed to swear on the podcast <laughs> I try not to but okay, if gotcha. you really I, want I won't. to I want no, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah I think it it's important to realize that there's been some really bad things that have happened in the 20th century right if we look at yeah. Stalin Hitler Mao and all these you know and even up to this point you know there's endless things to make us feel jaded about the world. And so like Leo Tolstoy said, it's like if you were to think about all these things, the only rational answer is to be a pessimist. The only rational answer is to give up on life and to essentially, as he said, you know, end your life. Right. But the thing is that if that's what thinking about it leads to, then thinking about it isn't very intelligent. Right. Yeah. It's, It could be intelligent on the surface level, but ultimately not wise, because thinking about it and coming to that conclusion ultimately leads to your own demise, ultimately leads to, you know, a nihilistic view where you just hurt other people and don't, you know, don't care, you know, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And so ultimately, I think the meaning of life is found by living it in the present moment. Simply put, I think the meaning of life is to be here, you know, fully Mm. now. And I think that's the internal piece that I was mentioning, you know, being fully present wherever you are, whether that's, you know, sitting here having a lovely conversation or whether you're listening, you know, to this podcast or whether you are in even a, you know, even in a concentration camp like Viktor Frankl was, right? I think being fully wherever you are, no matter what the circumstance might be, because that's ultimately on the external level. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to stay grounded in the present moment, I think that's what the meaning of life is. Hmm. I've never. Never thought
1: about it that way. That's really interesting. And I i would, Yeah, as you could say, I've been thinking about it. Yeah. No, that's wow. That's awesome. Um I feel like we gotta like take a minute and let that sink in. <laughs> that's um Yeah, my my first reaction. I, I totally I totally agree with you. And it made me think that um, you know, if we're always in the not in like in search of, but if you're living life And you're learning what the meaning of life is. I guess the meaning of life would be to discover the meaning of life before you die. You Mm. know? So, like, Mm -hmm. essentially, by the time you're done with your time on this planet, you've done enough things and you've lived uh, enough to, you know, learn what it is and what it is to you, at least. And then, so, there you go. That's your little
0: circle thing you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I think, back to the meaning of life question, I think... As interesting as it is, the answer to the meaning of life isn't a thought, but rather it's an action. And I think the answer is defining for yourself what is a meaningful life. I think that's what gives life meaning. I think the temporary nature of it, like you only have this much time to figure it out Mm -hmm. for yourself, is what gives it inherently meaning, you know? Yeah. I think it can change.
1: Mm -hmm, Um, Definitely. I I think maybe there's like a foundational kind of meaning for you and it's like you know this is what it is but it shows up in different ways i think you can definitely change um and there might be again be an underlying theme or something but um what do you think it's got it's got to like modify over the course of your life because you're learning mm-hmm. and as you learn and grow that perspective is going to change too right
0: mm-hmm, definitely i think that's like everything in life you know change is the only constant you know, change is the only yeah. thing that is not changing. Um and I s and I think, you know, as you grow and evolve, so does your perception of what a meaningful life is, you know. Oh, out of curiosity, do you have a kind of life mission statement or like a a, a value statement that you can not, live by? Not in
1: a sentence like you do. I at one point did. Um, but I haven't sat with that and I, I would like to, but um No is my answer. I, I have like ways I wanna live life It's just, I always, I always say I want to live life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. So that's less of kind of what you're, it's, it's just, it's pretty broad, but, um, and, and help others feel better. That's, those are kind of the two things that I often say a lot, uh, just in conversation and to myself. So those are, I guess that's part of it.
0: Of course. Yeah, that's that is totally valid. I think there is that in and of itself is so profound, profound to live life to the fullest. And 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 for myself, right, you were asking earlier about like, you know, any stories or any times, you know, yeah, when I recognize this in particular. (sighs) I think living life to the fullest for me means being fully present in it. Mm-hmm. It's like the example of, you know, the most beautiful sunset could be happening, but then you'll see the people who are like, undoubtedly like on their phones, just like heads down, right. you know, like not really present, like just, you know, getting distracted. Mm. Distraction is is a big thing. I think saying cool. no to distraction, being like fully focused mm. on wherever you are, like hey, even if you're listening to this podcast, like don't let us distract you from what's going on around you. Right? If you just look around, you know be fully wherever you are but yeah i think a story for me i'm always drawn towards sunsets mm. it's it just always i just always feel so connected to life to humanity whenever i'm just watching a sunset wherever that is in the world how about sunrises here. is there a difference uh, I mean, I, I don't wake up that early. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, wake up at like, <laughs> I wake up at like 10. But okay. for me, it's like a sunset is probably one of the most like beautiful experiences for me wherever I am in the world. It's like whether I'm here in Vancouver or whether I'm traveling, whether I'm in like Philly, whether I'm in LA, whether I'm in the Philippines. It's like something about it just draws me so fully into the present moment and just makes me feel so connected to other mm. people right i think what makes a sunset beautiful is the fact that it is temporary right it just shows up for like 30 minutes and then it goes away and so i think once again that temporary nature is you know what makes life meaningful so yeah i'd say every sunset is a teacher for me every single Hmm. sunset teaches me that interesting
1: funny (laughs) enough we went and saw a sunset last night
0: and i have not done it
1: in a long time so i would try to do more uh feeling encouraged by you. I agree. I think, I think even nature in that sense is something mm-hmm. that kind of connects us. First of all, you know, cause everybody, we all share the planet regardless of, you know, I don't know, fi- financial stat, like anything we're all share the planet. Um, and, and I, I think that it is definitely something nature. If you can try to let it be a teacher itself, probably, um, mm-hmm. you know, it can, it can, definitely make you feel present. Like I've found that, that I'll go out and I'll do a workout or something outside and I'd leave that feeling different than if I were to do it inside, you know, under fluorescent lights. And there's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's health stuff. I could probably comment on this, but that's not the point right now. Um, you know, there's definitely connection with us and nature. We are a natural being. So that's, it's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of this one thing that I heard. So I had this one client, I was recording an audio book for him or i was helping him record his audiobook and he said this one thing he's a nature photographer he's like sponsored by lexus and like Arcturix and stuff really cool guy and basically he said this one thing that has kind of fundamentally changed the way that i view nature and kind of our place within it and i'm curious what your thoughts are on this you know Mm -hmm. oftentimes you know us as humans we view ourselves as we we conceptually separate ourselves from nature. There's yes. human and then there is nature, mm-hmm. you know, but this one thing that he said in the book, ultimately there is no separation. We are nature. We are just as much a part right. of nature, right? As nature is a part of us. We mm-hmm. are just, you know, whether you want to believe we're evolved primates or whether you want to believe we're created or, you know, like what whatever you subscribe to, like ultimately we are part of nature and i think viewing nature through that way i think it's just for lack of a better word it's it's good <laughs> helpful, you know <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i, I don't know I, I i couldn't find it i couldn't find a better word you know i think yeah. it's just helpful it's a helpful paradigm mm-hmm. you know like how does nature function oh it does this okay apply those laws to yourself oh hey cool wow i feel better you know mhm it's almost as if the universe is trying to tell us something in that regard. What do you think?
1: I've uh, I've talked about this on here before, like from a health perspective. Um, mm-hmm. I had two uh, friends of mine; they're naturopathic doctors, and uh, and as I've been learning all this stuff, I'm going to start here, and then I'll I'll kind of go off. This might be a little bit of a tangent, so I I apologize in advance. But um, we, as as I've been learning all this stuff about you know functional medicine and 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 you know naturopathic medicine and just healing yourself kind of naturally more of this stuff, which, um, if, if you think that's strange when you're hearing me say that, I would highly recommend you just try to open your mind and, and look into it because it's phenomenal. But, um, we are, we are so similar to nature and we need it. The reason so many, you know, that like whatever it is, 70% of the Americans are obese and unhealthy. These are not things that are our fault. Uh, necessarily, um, it's because we're in a society that is so far removed from nature. You ask the average person how many hours a day they spend outside, and it might be a walk to the car. That's it. You know what I mean? When we, when we, and I, how I've tried to at this point when I've learned all this stuff, and and if I were to sum up my health knowledge at this point from all these teachers, it would be to pretend that you are like uh i don't know a caveman kind of thing living in nature you had to build your own housing out of like leaves and and you're hunting food and like you're living as naturally as possible you're going to go to sleep when the sun goes down cuz you can't see anything you're going to wake up when the sun wakes up cuz it's going to wake you up you know what i mean um and you're going to change your behavior during winter and during the summer to fall we were whether we were created or we evolved, whatever you want to think, we are meant to be one with nature. Like we are that that is our home. My current apartment is not; it shouldn't be my home. There's even like I don't know if you know this. There's a something you know what grounding is. You ever heard of grounding?
0: Mm-mm, never. Have. So
1: if you take off your, you know, you go barefoot and you go, the best place is by water. So like wet sand by the ocean, you go for a walk. There's a change, and I don't remember specifically what it is, but there are major health effects, uh, benefits that come from that. Just because you're being connected to the earth, it has, it has to do with, uh, I'm not an uh, expert to be talking on this, so I would recommend you look it up or go back to the other episode. But um, it, 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 like there's a magnetic connection between, like there's an energetic, some sort of exchange, when your feet are on grass or soil or something, and you're touching, even hugging a tree, legitimately touching a tree will will change your biology. So you can't you can't hear me say that and then go, oh well, it's fine that we live inside. You know what I mean? So um, I, I get it, It's just so amazing to me. It's so amazing to me that that we've gone you know, technology. I'm so grateful for we're just talking about that we get to, you know, meet each other and, and, and this, all this kind of stuff. But, um, I just try so hard to at least try to remember. And it's, it's hard because of the society that we live in to remember where we came from, that where we are right now is kind of not where we should be. So that's a really long winded, passionate answer because I just think it's so cool. Um, that, and, and also sad, (laughs) you know, that we're not in that place, but, but, um, in the sense of, from at least a health perspective, and then it could lead into all this other stuff we're talking about. We are connected from nature. And to feel better, uh, we should come out of where we are, stuck in our houses, and go back into nature. So, that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That is that's so cool. I did not know that was a thing, but I, like when I go outside, I feel it myself. Yep. Like I, I sometimes like I just walk out into my lawn like barefoot or like I will literally hug a tree. I am that tree hugging present hippie, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I do it just because it feels good. Right? That's why but it feels good
1: though. There's actually something uh, happening,
0: right? Isn't that crazy? That is so cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, in closing, like bring, bringing it back to like the fundamental question of what it means to live a good life. I think nature is one of those like really predominant Mm -hmm. aspects, right? Taking responsibility for your health and being a part of nature. And I think if I were to sum it up, like just based off of everything that we were talking about, I think living a good life means living a connected life, yeah, right? Connected truly to the people around you, right? in your relationships, connected to nature, right? Our first home where we come from, connected to ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? Feeling grounded within self, meditating and all those things. A good life is a connected one, mm-hmm. and and taking control of it, right? Not letting
1: outside um, factors control how you feel or how you live your life. So taking that responsibility, like you said, yeah. Look at that, we sorted out all of life' problems we, we got yeah, exactly
0: world peace right
1: here on the podcast <laughs> no not at all it's it's interesting though and there's always like i said it's a subjective thing maybe it's different for everybody but there are these it seems like as we're talking here you know it does seem like there are some things that kind of you can come back to um at least as a as a base place to start right yeah it's so interesting we could talk about this Forever, but we're just kinda go over the same thing. So I'm uh it feels like we're kind of coming to a close and I think that's a fine place to to end. There, do you have any closing thoughts before we end it here, Amir?
0: I'd say to y'all who are listening, go out there and do something about this. You know, like don't just listen to this conversation and then just, you know, put it back in your pocket and then continue to live life the way that you've always lived it. You know, there's no better time to make a change than now. No, go be present. Look around you right now. Don't be distracted. Life is happening right now, right in front of you. Yeah, right. Everything that you're looking for, it's right underneath your nose. So go be present wherever you are. And here's and something.
1: Here's something that I've been. This is kind of my model for 2022. I'll explain it in a second. But it's think less, do more. And not do more in the sense that do more, so you burn yourself out. You know, don't stop and give yourself breaks. Just don't analyze things so much. Don't think about it so much. Just experience stuff. And that kind of summarizes everything we're talking about here. So I'm not just talking to all the listeners. I'm not just talking to Amir. I'm talking to myself. Um, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I feel inspired. I don't know how you feel like to go. I want to go do something tonight. I want to go catch the sunset. I think it's already gone. Um, but, Maybe I'll watch a sunset video. It doesn't count, but it's close enough. (laughs) Close enough. You'll be good. I'll I'll FaceTime you. I think the sun should be setting here like just a little bit. (laughs) There you go. Perfect. Um, Amir, where can they find you on the interwebs if they want to check out what you're up to?
0: Actually, you can find me everywhere at Amir Koro, A-M-E-E-R-C-O-R-R-O, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. That's where I'm mainly at. If you like my philosophical musings, hit me up on Twitter at Amir Koro, A-M-E-E-R-C-O-R-R-O. Or if you like long form content, hit me up on YouTube.
1: Yeah, YouTube. I highly recommend it. Everybody, if you like this, you got to watch his YouTube channel. It's so good. He inspired me to start my YouTube channel, which, by the way, you probably didn't know if you're listening. I've got a well, I had a YouTube channel before, but I'm putting new stuff up on it. So I'll have links to all that uh, below. But uh, yeah, thanks. Mir. It's so good. You're so good. Check oh, out his YouTube channel. This is exciting. I'm glad I'm glad you're here and we were able to have this chat. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Keep loving life and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Visit us on Instagram and TikTok at Let's Talk About Life Pod. And for more information, head on over to HarrisonKingOfficial.com forward slash podcast. Now it's time for you to get out there and have a deep, meaningful conversation in your own life.